Hey everyone, welcome to Just Win with Wanda, a podcast designed to highlight people and their game-winning passions. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Just Win with Wanda. I'm really excited about our next guest. She is someone that I have admired for some years, um, and she also happens to be a good friend as well as a family member. And so our guest for this week is Sharon Anuma. She is a certified public accountant licensed in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and she currently serves as a tax manager at the exceptional EY. She's also passionate about mentoring and inspiring the next generation of CPAs. Um, And she's the creative director behind the CPA Experience, a YouTube channel and blog designed to share her journey to CPA, her experiences as a CPA, and to portray the limitless possibilities of the profession in order to inspire the future generation of CPAs to actively create their own exceptional experience. So I know I can kind of share a little bit more about you, Sharon, but I wanted to give you the opportunity to say hi to the audience and kind of give a little bit more about yourself. Thank you so much, Wanda. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. Like Wanda said, I'm Sharon Onuma, and I currently work in public accounting. I'm a CPA by profession, and it's been my entire career, and it's been a really great, amazing journey. I started my, I started my career in public accounting with EY. And before that, I'll go a little backwards. I I got my college education at the University of Maryland College Park. I majored in accounting. And at that time, I knew I wanted something that had to do with math and I wanted something that had to do with working with people. And so that's how I eventually decided on accounting and decided on public accounting specifically, just because public accounting provides me an opportunity to be in a service industry where I work with a ton of different clients, a ton of different people, and I provide service to my clients and I interact with different people and I'm learning every day. And I just think it's been an amazing journey and I highly, highly recommend it to anyone who would ask me about my journey. Great. Well, thank you again, Sharon, for agreeing to be on the on the call and a part of this experience at Just Win with Wanda. Um, I know that you know, just from your background and the things that you do on the side, you are very passionate about mentorship. And I forgot to mention that um, Sharon is currently serving as the chair of the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, where she serves um, in a capacity to recruit students. Um, So you are actively not just saying that you're a mentor, but you're actively, you know, encouraging students to consider a role as a CPA. So I'm really excited to have you on this platform where our goal is to just highlight different professions and hopefully inspire people to to consider doing what you do. Could you also describe for those that may not be aware of what a CPA is and and the role that they play? um, Can you explain what it means to be a certified public accountant? Yes, yes, of course. So as a certified public accountant, you you can play a ton of different roles. And the role I currently play in public, I work in public accounting industry, uh, what you call also call professional services. And so the role I play is, I wear many hats, I would say, but primarily what I do is I help with auditing the financial statements of publicly traded companies. So think about like Tesla, or you think about Apple and Google, they have to, at the end of the year, issue financial statements to their investors to say how much money they made, how much revenues they got, how much products they sold, what the investment options look like, what their revenue looks like abroad, 
how much taxes they paid and things like that. And that those numbers before they are issued to investors have to be verified by someone. And the someone who verifies those numbers are the public accounting firms because we're, we're an independent body that would verify those numbers. So for my clients where we audit the companies before they issue their financial statements, I work primarily on checking that the tax numbers are materially stated. So I check that the tax numbers are correctly calculated and they follow the appropriate tax law in the correct tax jurisdiction. Because you can imagine like a company like Google or Facebook, imagine all the tax jurisdictions they are in, for example, the US, the UK, London, Switzerland, Italy, wherever. We have to like review those and make sure all the tax numbers are correctly and materially stated before the client can issue their financial statement. So that's what I would say I do. Probably 70% of my time is spent making sure financial statements are materially stated before they are issued to the public. And then the other 30% of my time is just helping my clients with tax planning strategies and just helping them be compliant with local tax jurisdictions and tax laws. And as you can imagine, the US, there's, uh, the US and the globe is just ever-changing tax landscape. There's just a ton of things going on with COVID. There's a ton of laws being passed to help stimulate the economy from a tax perspective as well. And just like from a business perspective, a lot of companies don't understand what the, the rules are. And so that's where I come in. I help them interpret the rules and help them see how it applies to their company and, and just with tax planning strategy and compliance in general. Um, what's the difference between an accountant and a CPA? I think, I think the easiest way to tell apart is an accountant is someone who just went to school and majored in accounting and mm -hmm. then take the extra mile to get certified or pass the exam or take the certified public accounting exam, which is a very challenging exam. And I can understand why people don't want to go that route because it's, it's hard, it's difficult to pass, it's, it takes a lot of time. So that's the basic difference. Someone who, an accountant just majors in accounting, gets a degree from a four-year college or maybe a two-year college. And then a CPA is someone who has an accounting degree and also passed the CPA exam. Okay. All right. So in terms of um, like a career trajectory for CPAs, you have more opportunities than, than an accountant would. Yes, yes, I would say you would, because just imagine, imagine someone who went to medical school, right, and decided not to take the board exam, mm -hmm. like you prefer a board certified doctor to operate on you in a surgery or to help you deliver babies or whatever the case may be. That's the same way with, with being an accountant. I mean, yes, the person has an accounting degree, but people feel more, or people tend to rely more on, on certified public accounting because we're held to a higher standard just mm -hmm. by the board that we are certified with and just our ethics, ethical, ethical code and all of that. So you feel more compelled to work with a CPA. And with, for that main reason, there's just a ton more opportunities, job offers and, and places you could go with, with having a CPA. Okay. And you alluded to this earlier, mentioning how tough the exam is and it's one of the hardest exams to pass. Um, I know through your program, you, you talk to students and who, people that aspire to be a CPA, you provide some tips on how to successfully go through that journey. Do you mind sharing with my audience, you know, what your top exam tips are? Yes, of course. I would say my top exam tips are, if, if you're still in college, just have it at the back of your mind to start studying for the exam as soon as you graduate. 
and, and that's exactly what I did. Because once you start working full time, you don't have all the time in the world, right? To, to, to focus on your career, give your career your all and also study for an exam that is challenging. So to the extent you have um, a few months before you get a full-time offer or you have a few months after graduation, I'll say dedicate all of that time to studying. This is an advice for college students. So obviously, if you are already working in and you already have a full-time job, I'll just say manage your time better. Actually set a plan on how you want to tackle the exam. Because I feel like without any plan, it's just as good as not even trying to study. So maybe carve out some time on the weekends and just make sure you have an exact plan of, okay, I want to get through X number of chapters. I want to get through X number of hours of studying or X number of multiple choice questions. So that way you can hold yourself accountable because without any concrete plans in place, I don't think you could get it done. Mm-hmm. Okay, those, those are really good tips. And I think um, those are tips that any aspiring professional can take when it um, comes to preparing for a major exam. So you also mentioned some areas where a CPA can add value. Um, You mentioned within your role, it's um, a public opportunity, but what are some other uh, areas that a CPA can play a role? I've heard of like um, income tax, venture capital opportunities, but what are some other areas that people can look at? Yeah, of course. So I'll start here and say with a CPA, there's a ton of opportunities out there. There's a ton of different career paths you can take. One option is the public accounting or professional services path, which I took just because I like the idea of client service. The other options are to go in-house and work in a company's accounting department. So for example, you can think of all these large companies, for example, Marriott hotels or like the Teslas, the, the Facebook of the world. So they all have huge accounting departments. You can go work in-house at, the, at this company's accounting department and just help them with their books and records and help them with their accounting for their revenue and tracking their expenses and things like that. An additional way is you can also have a small business where you tackle tax returns on the, on the side, or you can help small businesses with financial planning or like estate planning and things like that. You can also work with high net worth individuals to help them manage their assets and things like that. You can also work with celebrities. I mean, obviously you build your way up. You don't just on day one start working with celebrities, but you can build your skill set, start small, start with small clients and build your way up. So I think these are the few options of, in terms of career path that you can, someone who's aspiring as a CPA can, can have. Okay, that's really great advice. And I'm also curious, how did you decide which area you wanted to focus on? Is that something that you were exposed to while you were um, pursuing your accounting degree? Or did you have mentors that helped you kind of pave your way? Like how, like what steps did you take to determine which area you wanted to go into? That's a good question. I know when I was at University of Maryland, the big four. So I worked with one of the big four accounting firms. So I guess they call them professional services firms now, one of the big four professional services firms. So they recruit heavily at the University of Maryland. And so I was exposed to them early on and I really liked the lifestyle. I liked that you get to work on different clients and you get to travel to your clients. I mean, we're not doing a lot of traveling now because of the current environment, but at the time when we were, you, you just, there was a, a ton of travel, there's a ton of consulting, going, going on site to your clients, meeting new people, working on different teams. And that really um, 
I really gravitate, gravitated to that kind of work. And I also liked that I'm in the business where my skill is what's generating the revenue, right? So I don't think of my, so I'm not like an overhead cost because every time, every hour I spend at work is actual revenue billed to a client or something. So my hours are, are billable and, and generating revenue. So I, I liked that idea that as a person, my skills are what's bringing money into the firm versus maybe being in-house and your back office, which it's not, it's not bad, but think about like, if you think about <laughs> Tesla, your, your revenue comes from selling cars. And if you're an accountant at Tesla, yes, you're still adding value. You're adding, you're adding, you're helping them with their service and with accounting, but you're not the revenue generator. The mm -hmm. revenue generator is the cars that are being sold. But I like the idea of being in public county and knowing that my time and the hours I put in is actually what's generating revenue in the company. So that's how I think about it. So I really wanted to be in a field where I was the revenue generator. I was bringing mm -hmm. the, the money. And so that's how I decided on public county and professional services. Okay. Okay. So I know that as someone that's not in the finance industry, I saw The Accountant, which is a, a movie that's a couple years old with Ben Affleck. Um, and I'm sure a lot of audiences, audience members have seen it as well. Have you seen it, Sharon? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay, so you probably know where I'm going with this question. What aspect of that movie is accurate and what aspect is not? Hmm, I'm trying to remember details that I, 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 the aspect I think that was accurate was when he was, um, Maybe it's over exaggerated. I remember one scene where he was in a room with like a ton of papers and like mm -hmm. writing on the board and just like going through like a ton of numbers. I feel like that's slightly exaggerated. Yes, we look at spreadsheets. We actually don't look at a lot of paper because as you can imagine, it's 2020 and things are electronic. So you're looking more at Excel schedules, but sometimes it just helps to use a whiteboard to think through your thoughts, to go follow the numbers and to trace all where the numbers are coming from. So from that aspect, I'll say, yeah, tracing the numbers and talking it, with, talking it through with someone is realistic. But I would say the volume of the paper is just like way, way like back in the day. I haven't worked with that much paper in my entire career. But you do work with like a lot of spreadsheets, I would say. Okay, well, that's good. It's good to get a practical opinion. So my next question, and, and soon we'll kind of get to the funner portion of the interview, is in terms of job opportunities for CPAs, I know there are lots of different areas of focus and limitless opportunities. So with that in mind, how would you say the market in the next five to 10 years will be for CPAs? I think the market will continue to, continue to grow, but I think the skills that are recruited for is changing rapidly. And I was recruited, it was like, this person has to come in with like a very strong accounting background from a very strong accounting um, school. But I think now we're also looking at people with like computer science background and like technology background, because the way we work and the way we serve our clients is changing just with technology alone, such that accounting, just accounting knowledge is, is no longer just enough. So you have to be able to expand and be able to use technology to be more efficient in the way that you work and the way that you serve your clients. And I see that changing in the next few years, such that maybe in the past, if we recruited 80% accounting and 20% technology, I'll say it's going probably going to be 50-50. 
Um, so I would say for people who are looking to go into accounting in the future, just hone in on technology, hone in on how to use like all these data visualization tools, Tableau, Power BI, Power Query, and learn how to understand and interpret big data with all of this robotic, even robotic analytics and, and robots and just seeing how you can understand and bring that to, to the table during your interview and explain how you can add value using those skills. Great. I think that's a great way to end the um, more difficult part of the interview. That's a really great tip for future uh, CPAs out there that are listening. All right. So now on to the fun part. So during this podcast, we play like a fun game called rapid fire, this or that. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Um, iPhone or Android? iPhone. Phone call or text? Text. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Tea, for sure. What's your favorite type of tea? I like peppermint tea. I also like um, chai tea, but my favorite is actually peppermint and green tea. I like green tea too, but I like peppermint. Nice. Salad or soup? Salad. Okay, I figured you were going to say salad. (laughs) I always see you posting salads. Um, What's your favorite type of salad and do you have a preferred um, vendor for your salads? Sweet green, definitely sweet green for sure. I, I feel like I've spent so much money on sweet green that I got to gold status, but I lost my gold status because I wasn't going as much during during quarantine. Um, but yeah, sweet green. And then my favorite salad as sweet green is the harvest bowl. It's, okay. um, it's a base of kale, rice, um, sweet potatoes, apples, almonds, and then balsamic dressing. It's really good. That sounds good. Okay. I forgot the goat cheese and goat cheese. Oh, you can't forget about the goat cheese. <laughs> um, reading or watching TV? Reading. What's your favorite book that you're reading right now? I'm reading Atomic Habits by James. I believe his name is James Clare. It's okay. Good. It's just about how you can build better habits for your future to help you. Yeah, his name is James Clare. Yeah, how you can make just tiny changes to build remarkable results in the future. Okay. And then the last question is beach vacation or city vacation? Beach vacation for sure. And what has been your favorite destination? The Grand Caymans. I wish I could go back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that concludes my interview, Sharon. Thank you so much again for joining me. Um, And I hope that our viewers have really found this to be informative. I think you jo- you dropped a lot of gems and I even learned a lot about your field. Um, so I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Just Win with Wanda. If you'd like to learn more about CPAs, be sure to subscribe to the CPA Experience on YouTube for more tips from Sharon Onuma. If you'd like to reach out to me, follow me on Instagram at Just Win with Wanda. Catch you on the next episode. Bye.